Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where we discuss boobs and penises and monsters and fountains of blood and guns and bugs eating you alive, all that sort of good stuff, that Halloween-y good stuff. I am one of your co-hosts, my name is Gabriel Mara, and with me as always... Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hello, Gabriel. We are low energy today. Very tired. Yeah, why is that? Uh... Out trick-or-treating late. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait, were you actually? No. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. No, I was just at a show. Oh, okay. We'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, you did see that. Okay, I'll talk about I that later. I saw something crazy. All right, so happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy day after. Happy was the, the start of the, the, the All Saints Day. Oh, today is um, the Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Isn't it two days long? It's both? I think so. Yeah, All Saints Day. Also like, Boxing Day, I think. Box, no, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas. I feel like there's some kind of Canadian holiday as well. They don't count. They're not people. They're not real. They're not real. We don't have any Canadian listeners. You know what, buddy? Fucking weird, wonderful Canadians. They're so damn nice. Yeah, they're kind. They are kind Mike Myers. Mike Myers. I enjoy that guy. Isn't he coming back for something? I thought I just read something about like him like wanting to get back into the showbiz hmm. kind of thing. I forget what it was. Maybe it was like, a, I'm close to doing a... Uh, Austin Powers 4 script or something, but... but I, I was going to say 3, I forgot the gold member happened. What like, a what, like what gold a, member. What a strange kind of, like, like perfect example of, like, mid-aughts, like, weird excess. It's like a strange time not, capsule. They do not age well. No. Like, they really look like movies from, like, 2001, 2002. They were always cheap, but also being, like, like Beyonce's in it, back when Beyonce And he's was explaining kind of, the internet to her? Yeah, oh, man. And Heather Graham? Yeah. Where, where's she been? I don't know. I miss her. Yeah. Yeah. I like Heather, Heather Graham a lot. She was great. Boogie Nights. Yeah. Roller Girl. Yeah. Marky Mark just apologized for that movie. That's lame. Why did he do that? Uh, I don't know. He was speaking at some like Christian He's born again, con- so conference and be like, I hope God can forgive me for starring in Boogie Nights. That's like, lame. Dude. Whatever. Who cares? It's What's going to last movie. longer? Boogie Nights or Heaven? Yeah. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights because Heaven's Nights. not real. Boogie Nights is on a physical copy. Mm-hmm. It'll withstand the apocalypse. Yep. PTA, I bet PTA has like a vault in his house of just like his film things. This is never going to go away. That's awesome. Yeah, but he's that guy. Yeah. Good old PTA. Good old PTA. You know, I had a side question I wanted to ask you the other day, but then I figured we can save that for part two if I remember it. Okay. But basically it pertains to, I'm kind of confused about why you like Inherent Vice so much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there, there, Ryan, you continue to be an enigma to me. That, like, the other day, I forget what I was doing. I think I was just at work, at the bar. And I think we have, a, like, our current club soda brand is Shasta. So mm-hmm. it's, like, she's, like, with about Shasta Fay. And I'm like, why does Ryan like Inherent Vice and not the Coens? I don't know. It's, it's, it's off the wall, like, kind of, like, funny and weird. And it doesn't make, like, this is my complaint about the Coens, and I'm just going to kick myself. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And this movie is, like, so all over the place. It's got really wonderful, weird characters. And it's a noir detective kind of thing. I love detective stories, especially if they're set in the 70s. Okay, like, fair, to, to be fair, there aren't really any... The noirs in the Coen stories are never detective stories. They're always wrong man stories, which is another... Your, your cat just rubbed me in it. I was like... What? what is this creature? Is, yeah, I'm like, is Ryan giving me the footsie right now? Nope, it's the 
It's Pazuzu, the movie cat! Making another appearance. Hello, kitty. Hi, kitty. It's a good kitty. Anyway, we'll come back to that. because Yeah, I want we'll, to we'll get back to that. We'll go it'll, off it'll, it'll circle around. That. So, Ryan, we watched a movie this week. We did. Just I'm, you and me. I feel like, again, it's been a while since it's, it's been, been a while. Me. It's been a while. But, you know. It's been a while since we actually, like, watched a movie together. That's awesome, <laughs> And did a yeah. proper recording. We've done a lot of, like, on our own Yeah. Time. No, we've, we've been very, very busy. It's been a lot happening. Yeah, it's, uh, like, this is bizarre. Like, over the summer, it was like, yeah, come on over. We'll watch two movies one day. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a one we had no time. time. Now we have nothing. Now it's we have just... nothing to, like, it's no time to do anything. It's it's like that song, got, 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 got no time. Got no time. No time left for you. Yeah. I'm not Who sings that? I don't know. I think it's the Guess Who. The Guess Who. I don't know. This is my dad's very bad. Yeah. Anyway, we watched a movie, Ryan. What did we watch? We watched From Beyond. Beyond. Directed by Stuart Gordon. It's basically his follow-up to Reanimator. Okay. Every journey begins in the mind. <laughs> a flight of imagination. A vision of what might lie across the universe. Or within the deepest regions of the subconscious. Dr. Edward Pretorius is about to embark on such a journey. It's out of control. You've got to turn it off. Something's coming. Humans are such easy prey. Makers of Reanimator from Beyond. Ryan, do you want to try and explain this movie? <laughs> I will do my best. Uh, here, another very quick sidebar. You know I'm exhausted when I accidentally leave, when I open up Safari and it's still my porn. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, normally I'm better than that. Dude, you gotta be like on top of it. I'm I so, know. Dude, I'm so paranoid. I sign out of Facebook before I, yeah. I use it on my phone. <laughs> I, I normally, I, I very much am, but yeah, I, I don't That's know. That's one of the things like. in this world I'm most paranoid. Like, I don't like giving people my phone. No. Like, cause I, I don't know. Like, I have like it's a weird thing. Like, I, like I have nothing to hide if someone like goes on. I'm like, hey, look, mm-hmm. Ryan looks at porn. I'm like, yep, I like porn. Yeah, but like, what's, there's a, it's a I was I was hesitating shit. giving my phone to somebody the other day because somebody was using it as like a calculator and I was like ah oh, shit I don't want a bad text message that pertains to you to oh yeah no we don't want that and I was like uh, I'll just do it like, <laughs> I, it's cool yeah it's I'll, I'll take care of this no sweat yeah I've big thing about it uh, so yes from beyond mm-hmm. not, por- not porn not porn well I don't know this movie yeah. it got a little porny yeah it did the OG Christian Grey again. Mm-hmm. Love it. That guy's great. That guy was such a fucking creep. Yeah, Ted Sorrell. Like, what, what do I know a him creepy from? son of a bitch. He was in Deep Space Nine and Law and Order, Basket Case Two. Everybody's in Law and Order though, right? That's true. It's not like a, you have to do it if you have a SAG card. Yeah, basically, they kind of like you know, depending on who you are, it's like, oh, who were you in Law and Order? Oh, I was a judge. I was a hooker. You know that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Just makes sense. Even Robin Williams was in it. Was he really? Yeah. Who yeah. was he? He was uh, like a, a a bad guy. Oh, cool! I don't, they they did that a while. Like they get like a comedy actor be a bad guy. Yeah, it was pretty good. Was All right, Ryan. What is from Beyond? Uh, from Beyond is a movie, sci-fi kind of like body horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing research into the 
like pineal gland mm -hmm. and using a device to let you the see resonator. beyond like mm -hmm. it's uh, like I was very like a little bit unclear about it. like they if you see beyond and you feel pleasure mm -hmm. like it's uh, the way it's like ah, ah, my head hurts and it, and if you use this device your pineal gland starts to expand yes and slowly turns you into a raging asshole mm-hmm um, a weird horny beast yeah so two scientist types Mm -hmm. have this device uh one guy turns it on and he runs downstairs to tell his superior like hey it's working he's like ah let me put on my creepy robe yeah because i'm obviously doing something creepy in here yeah he's like, like <laughs> he, he opens the door kind of like the sleazy kind of like yeah what's up and he puts up no man wears an oriental robe over a bare chest unless you're some kind of pervert or unless you're like a really hot cut Asian man. That's the yeah. only time I think it's acceptable. Even then, it's kind of weird. No, like, I, if I was to see, like, um, what's his face? The guy who turns into, like, the big bulging figure in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm. He expands. If that dude came out wearing, like, you know, silk Actually, kimono, Carl's I'd be like, you can wear that. Kurt Russell does the kimono no shirt, <laughs> yes, he and does. he looks great. Because it's Kurt Russell. He, right. There are no rules. All right, I take so it we, back. We need to amend this a little bit. Yeah. We need to think the about Kurt this The Kurt Russell rule. exception. Yeah, the Kurt Russell exception rule. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Right. Um, he takes Creepy Man back upstairs, and the device is on, and then, boom, uh, his head gets bitten off. And then, dude's put in a mental institution. I'm going to break down the whole thing. In the sure. Oh, I, I want to point out that um, the main guy is uh, played by Jeffrey Combs, who was Reanimator. Yes. Who's Herbert West. And also, these guys have the best names these are they're Lovecraft names, so I mean, obviously they're like okay. they're an entire handful in your mouth. So creepy guy is Doctor Edward Pistorius, no Pretorius. Pretorius. Edward Pretorius, and I love Jeffrey Combs's name in this, which is two last names. His name is Doctor Crawford Tillingast. Yeah, that's a lot to that's say. That's a lot to say. What is up with this dude wanting to do this? How like when did what was what was the heyday of H.P. Lovecraft? Fucking what? 1800s? 1910? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's early 1900s. Okay. I didn't know, like, where his time ended up. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, continue. He's, he's a handful. Um, Go on, sir. Blah, blah, blah. He's in a mental institution. This young lady's like, you know what? I want to see if, you know, he might be, you know, if he's not crazy or if he's not guilty of murder. Give him a CAT scan. Oh, no, his pineal gland is enlarged. Let's take him back to his house and see if he wants to turn on the device again that killed his friend. Yes. And they do. And... They get immediately horny. Yeah, yeah. Shit happens. And... Also, almost his face, Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead. Oh? The team that goes back to the house, uh -huh. it's sexy Barbara Crampton from uh -huh. Reanimator also, and it's Jeffrey Combs, and also um, Ken Forey... Who is uh, the black cop from... Bubba? Yeah, Bubba, black cop from Dawn of the Dead. Black cop from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was getting all my of the deads confused yeah. for a moment. No, There's he, way too many. He walks into the movie and he's like laughing and smiling and I'm like, I don't recognize you when you're laughing and smiling. I only know you to be kind of scowling in uh, in Dawn of the Dead. I like the Ving Rhames version of that, though. Oh, yeah? He has one of my favorite lines, one? which is like, fuck y'all. It's like, oh, dude, <laughs> so cool. Uh, device goes on, and they see that the, the, what's the name of the Dr. guy? Dr. Pretorius. Yeah, Dr. Pretorius, Dr. P. There you go. Is back, 
and he's got some kind of weird like body horror shit going. Some on. weird goop stuff happening um, to him. And as he like half man, half goop. Yeah. Then you know, insanity ensues. Got to shut the machine off. And here's where my problems begin. Okay. Interesting. You no, no one is allowed to turn on the machine ever again. This machine has been turned on twice already mm-hmm. to very bad results. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. From everything that goes on from this point forward, I feel no sympathy towards any of you because oh, you yeah. know turning on this fucking device is a bad idea. Oh, yeah, and don't. And they keep turning it on so they can expand their stupid small brains that they must have that they keep mm-hmm. wanting to like turn this... Ugh. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, I, I, it counter to that. Um, I think there's a two-pronged answer to why, especially Dr. McMichaels... Um, sexy Dr. McMichaels, played by Robert Crampton. Yeah, you take it from here, because okay. now I'm angry. Okay, so it's established early on that part of why uh, um, Barbara Crampton really wants to examine this kind of thing is that apparently, like, was it her father who like was a, was a paranoid schizophrenic? Who, uh, yeah, she wanted to use this to like help paranoid schizophrenics. Yeah, because like her father like what like got like lobotomized because of it, which is very very sad and all. But then she discovers the pineal gland, the whole resonator might help treat it. So mm-hmm. she's kind of interested that way. And also, she, like, gets kind of like Bubba, like, later on, is like shaking her. It's like, you're talking like a junkie, woman. Yeah. It's, uh, points out that it's also kind of junkie behavior that she, like, turning on the resonator feels good and she feels like she can control it. So it's kind of a controlled field thing. So She'll imagine the, uh, being a heroin a, angle here. Exactly. It's or if you want to go even simpler, it's like porn. That oh, back just, to that. Yep. Yeah, it just feels real. She just really, really likes her sexy feeling of arousal from the resonator. Okay. And she also she's also masking that with her desire for science. So, so she likes it when a creepy like half man mongoloid touches her titties. Yeah. Oh, what was, a great escalation. Uh, that is one thing I I really miss from like today's sci-fi and horror is like that practical effect. Of like that goopy, like wet looking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that it so much. That disgusting Praetorian. Visually, monster. I love this movie. Content wise, not so much. But yeah, dude. Like, like I love the look of this thing. Like yeah. the pink light. Oh, it, the whole mm-hmm. thing is fucking beautiful. But basically, yeah, Ryan, you could boil this movie down to um, these three people, uh, who I think I love every single one of them, like Bubba and Doctor McMichaels and Crawford. I like Bubba best. Yeah, they're, they're three contrasting characters. Right away, you like them. Speaking of another way that people are allowed to come down, Bubba is always allowed to come down in his, like, red tighties. His red tighty ways. When he gets wet, you see every outline <laughs> of his dick and balls. Also, when you're down in the basement, when they're down in the basement... Fighting a fucking Sarlacc pit worm? Yeah. Is it really a good idea to, like, be jumping for electrical wires? No! It's yeah. not a good idea. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Dummies. But, yep, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But... The basic plot of the rest of the movie is that they keep on wanting to turn on the switch because mm-hmm. for science and for horniness, and then eventually they turn on the switch one too many times, and then a uh, creepy Dr. Pretorius kind of molests the hell out of sexy Dr. McMichaels. Mm-hmm. Um, Crawford and uh, Bubba fight a worm in the basement to try and turn off the lights. It like eats all of his fucking hair. Yep. And, like, he goes bald. Weird, yeah, it's a weird skinless thing. It's definitely not an effect to get a helmet on him to have a little worm out of it. Definitely not that. Because <laughs> at, at the very end, he has hair again. I'm like, why do you have hair again? What is that? How does that make sense? I hated his stu- like the, his stupid fucking thing on his face the whole time too. Mm-hmm. Like, God the, damn it! Little, Just, little it's been worm. a few days. It, it's it's healed. It's yeah. fine. You can it's, you it's can have fine, a scab. Guys. But it keeps on escalating because they wanted to turn off the machine. Eventually, it goes too far. Bubba gets eaten by a bunch of fucking, like... like bees. Bee worm things. Yeah. Are they bees? Uh, that, space, uh, bees? space bees? Space bees. Interdimensional bees. Yeah. 
because of a flashlight. It's just, just silliness. The, the then, smartest character gets killed. Yeah, I, I wish they hadn't killed Bubba so soon. That was a bummer. It's, you know, it's, again, horror movie tropes. Black yeah. dude got to die. Yep, which is a shame. Um, just some really sweet bondage clothing kind of stuff randomly happening. And then eventually it climaxes in. Barbara Crampton finally has to get back to the house and Dr. Crawford's escape. And she must destroy the resonator. And ridiculous climax with... I don't even know how to describe what Dr. Pretorius is at the end. He's this big, weird, penis-necked, goopy guy. Yeah. I, I love it. And then... Uh, she destroyed a machine, final act of sacrifice, the longest five-minute timer of all time. And then um, she goes mad laughing at the end, H.P. Lovecraft madness ending. And then turns into essentially what uh, other guy was. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, so, Ryan, how did you feel overall about From Beyond? It's all right. I probably would have enjoyed it more. This is like two in a row now. I would have enjoyed it more if I had seen it earlier in my career movie watching. That's fair. Um, it's all right. I don't really have like I have issues with like it's like your issues with like horror movie characters. Mm-hmm. Like stupid. Don't do that. That's yeah. dumb. I and, think they, like, they justify it well enough in this that she is it's it's addict behavior. Yeah. Unlike like, like people just being dumb. She's being dumb because she's being she's obsessed. All right. Oh. Uh, but I'm gonna miss you. Did you um, are you a, are you a Reanimator fan? I actually have not watched Reanimator. Oh dang! Yeah, it's on my shelf. It's on my like ever growing pile of things to watch. Oh, if I'd known that, I would have made you watch Reanimator instead of From Beyond. Yeah, you would. Uh, you enjoy From Beyond way more after you've seen Reanimator. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, like Reanimator is like his, like it's um, this is kind of a it's not a perfect example, but. Uh, Reanimator is Evil Dead Two, and From Beyond is Army of Darkness. Okay, that you're, like you're not gonna get the roots so much. You're not gonna really get the whole kind of like what he's going for. Mm-hmm. Stuart Gordon was a theater director, so these are very theatrical kind of things. They're, okay, like Jeffrey Combs as Reanimator is one of my favorite performances in the history of cinema. He's mm-hmm. fucking amazing in it. Imagine if Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory uh, was actually awesome and interesting and fascinating. I don't know if I can imagine that. Oh, it's it's great. He's basically a kind of a, a spectrumy, super intense guy obsessed with reanimating dead tissue. Mm. It's it's fucking rad. Does it start with that stupid theme song? Which one? The Big Bang Theory. No. Oh god! Dude. Every time I hear that, it just like bores its way it into my skull, and I get me instantly rage violent. like that. Listeners. I, I don't think there's going to be a strong correlation between sex and violence, grody cinema fans, and lovers of the Big Bang Theory. At least I hope not. We've gone on tangents about this. Yeah, guys, <laughs> just, just don't watch that Fuck show. Fuck them. It's terrible. It's bad. It's bad. It's, it's not funny. It's not good writing. And also, it kind of really horribly perpetuates, somehow, negative male stereotypes. It's, it's, it's horrible. And, and also, it's... And crazy. negative stereotypes about geek culture. Yeah, like, and uh, it's also horribly sexist. It's just not good writing, people. Just, <laughs> just don't watch it. It's not funny. It's is stupid. it over yet? I hope so. No, then they're starting that new show about like young Sheldon. No, that's why I'm kind of like, why would, are they starting a like a prequel series concurrently? I'd understand if they want like they end the Big Bang Theory and they want they want to milk it some more. I'm doing a teat squeezing motions, mm-hmm. and they may continue with Young Sheldon because they can make more money that way. But I kind of hope they're not doing it. Like, I hope sh- I hope fucking Young Sheldon gets leukemia. Like I'm uh, fucking <laughs> the, the fuck character this. or the child. Uh, everyone, everyone, mm-hmm. like this, like stop this shit. Yeah, it's not like it, like the spinoffs never work. Mm-hmm. Like the How I Met Your Father, yeah, that's gonna work. Or yeah. that '80s show, they yeah, tried. Work. I mean, Greta Gerwig was in it, but yeah, I'm uh, 
just Frasier. It's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That one worked. I was gonna say, like, it's is there anything other than that? Family. Like, uh, well, basically, back in the seventies, basically every uh, every um, what's his fucking face, Norman Lear Bates. show. Oh. Yeah, no, they kind of expanded off each other. So, like, what, like the Jeffersons was mm-hmm. a spinoff of all the family. But that's neither here nor there. That's not about. They do that a little bit in the early '90s too. But like, I don't know. Perfect Strangers. Get, once you get to like end of the '90s yeah. and like early 2000s, that's when like bad spinoffs happen. Hey guys, let's watch Joey. No. Yeah. No. No one wanted to watch Joey. No one likes Joey that much. I'm gonna try and like up my like <laughs> insults on uh, Big Bang Theory every time I mention it. Because mm-hmm. last time I was like, I hope they fucking die. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Fuck them. It's it's. Just, um, listeners, if you doubt us, please just watch just Google. Any, of the, any of the YouTube videos of that show the laugh track removed. It's just miserable. Yeah, like it's I, fucking miserable. Ugh, it's ugh. just people saying something mean in silence. Yeah, it's pretty awesome actually. I enjoy that. It's like I, Garfield fought Garfield. Did you ever read that comic? No. There's a Garf a mother. There used to be a web comic where they just got rid of Garfield. So it's just John saying incredibly depressing things to himself. It's <laughs> awesome. That's great. It makes me so happy. Oh my god, that's awesome. But you just didn't really care for From Beyond so much? Um, not as much. I mean, it, it, it it's not something I'm like, I really didn't fucking like it. Like, Starship mm-hmm. Troopers, I was pretty adamant of like, nope, nope, yeah. nope. Those this was something I could see, like, watching again and probably getting into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's just like that first pass, I think I was just overloaded with, like, a lot of good things. Yeah. That had I had seen that day mm-hmm. that I was like, yeah, going into, like, kind of a campy 80s thing. I was like, it's not what I need right I now. See. Um, yeah. I, I highly recommend you check out uh, Reanimator. I have Part of why I didn't really want to do Reanimator for the show is that um, we did it for my old movie podcast with Danny Reichel. Fuck you, Danny. Top Gun Radio. Fuck you, Danny. That, uh, and also, like that was the first time I'd seen it. Walk into these knowing that they are cheap and silly and theatrical and campy. If one of the famous scenes... There's two famous scenes from Reanimator, one of which is where um, Herbert West and the protagonist, Dan, what's his fucking face... They are, um, they're roommates. Mm-hmm. Dan goes into the basement and discovers that Herbert has reanimated a dead cat. And it's a black cat. And so basically, because it's done cheaply, but effectively in an incredibly fun way, it's just two dudes running around a basement playing with a stuffed cat attached to his neck and screaming and knocking things all over the room. It's, it's re- silly and fun? It's silly and fun. It's okay. funny. It's meant to be funny and silly. But also, it commits to being horror. So there's no winking. It's just ridiculousness, and it's great. And the second scene is which, uh, poor Barbara Crampton, beautiful Barbara Crampton, Scream Queen, she is naked, strapped to a table, and a guy, the villain of the movie, he is a decapitated man holding his um, reanimated head in his hands, and he starts bringing his head down to go down on her. It's it's so it's fucking up. ridiculous. I like that, but okay. it's it's great. I think you might have sold me with that scene. Yeah, no, they're like the context of From Beyond is better having seen it. That this is also like finance, like 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 money wise, it's it looks way better than Reanimator. I love the way this movie looks. Okay, yeah, me, yeah, me too. I mean, it's like I said, but creature feature wise, it's we're we're missing that today. I mean, that's just really well done here. It's what I miss. Like that's what I think makes bad movies these days. It's when. People are cutting too often. Mm-hmm. I love these long takes in these movies, these long camera movements, letting scenes play out in one shot. Like, um, I like the one scene in this one 
where Barbara Crampton is in her dominatrix gear, and she's like like attacking the resonator, spraying mm-hmm. it and such. And it's in this overhead angle, and she just kind of like finally beats, and she's like, "Fuck you, machine," or whatever. And she sinks to her knees and like cackles at it for a second, yeah. and then turns to poor Doctor Crawford. And it's all one shot. I think a shitty modern movie version of this. I'm guessing they do it for money or because they think they need to. It would be like 50 million cuts of her face doing different angles, doing the same boring fucking. Yeah. Thing. It's like you know, I, I walked out of um, the Hitman's Bodyguard because I thought the editing was boring. Also, I just wasn't really in the mood. Yeah, and I think you would like said like I've seen this movie before. Yeah, and it was fine. Yeah. But for me, like, it, I like the old school craft of it going so slowly and taking its time and just just using practical effects. Can't can't we have more fun of just men made of goop? No, apparently not. It's a shame. Yeah, it's I miss it. Shame. it. I mean, it's almost um, it reminded me a little bit of uh, the thing. Oh yeah, okay. Like I, I was actually trying to find my copy of that the other night. Like, mm-hmm. I, Seem to have misplaced it, and I'm very upset. That's lame. I know, that's but like, like the like the, the effects, it's like yeah, it reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of that. Ah, what a great movie. Love Carpenter. Yeah. I love creature features. They're so great. Um, yeah, I guess if you like creature features, check this out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like if you like Lovecraft and a bit of silliness. I'm gonna revisit it. I think that's it. Might be the issue of just like, yeah. I mean, give them watch yeah. Reanimator and then see, like, see if you feel it's like perfect. Like. This. 80s horror shit that I love, so like, yeah, you I'll, just give, I'll give it a. Quite in the mood. I, I just I don't think I was quite in the mood for it last mm-hmm. night. And also, like, you, you were very preoccupied with the "Don't do it, stupid." Don't do it, stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm. It takes a, like, also I love the performances in this are amazing. I think Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton and Ken Foy are all great. But I was watching this with Danny, and it takes a fun and clever cast and crew and director to have a scene where Barbara Crampton wakes up in her ridiculous baby doll nightgown. You're you're like, who the fuck sleeps in this ridiculous girl-child like nightgown? And then she goes up to the machine, and then it's abruptly made a little sexier when she turns on the lights, and then you can see through the thing and it's just her figure, and you're like, cool, smart. A dumber movie would have just gone right for her, like, like boobs out. Yeah. And then it escalates further when Goop Man, like, rips open her clothes and you're like, that is a great way to reveal a fine pair of breasts in a movie. We built up to it and we don't want him to do it. It's yeah. gross and he's goofy. It's titillating and horrible. And it's, and it's tits. And it's, it's titillating yes. and it's disgusting and it's fun and it's funny and you're invested. Mm-hmm. I, I, so much of bad horror just goes for the gusto so yeah. quick for and it means nothing and then this you're like you're being built up to wanting to see Dr. McMichaels get her clothes ripped off and then when it does you're horrified and yeah. then, then, then they put her in bondage gear it's, it's ridiculous That's and then cool. she almost she almost rapes uh, Jeffrey Combs yep ah what a movie yeah great times yeah so you like it a lot then from what it sounds like oh yeah no I love the shit out of it uh, like I, I loved every shot I, I love the crap out of it that surprises movie. me mm-hmm did seem like a movie that you would like seen before. I almost was like, did he just like want to do this because they were doing stuff on slow readers? Mm-mm. Never saw it before, and then that's why I texted you about it last. Like, no, I love this movie. I just haven't seen it in a while. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, no, I I, I love this thing. Yeah. It's perfect craft. It makes me think of like American Werewolf in London. Everyone who talks mm-hmm. is a character, and all the gore is like practical and real. Yeah, and it's fun, and also the lighting is beautiful. Yeah. It's a good movie, I think. Yeah. For now, like it's it's standing in like a like a a B. Mm. 
but I think it might be able to get itself to a B plus in my book. All right, I can do that. Yeah. That is a fair assessment, Ryan. Yeah. You it's... are a fair and unbiased man. I I try to be. I Who really do, do. Judge robes. Yeah, I do judge quite a bit. All right, cool cat. Um, so go see from beyond. I think it's streaming on Vudu for free if you have Vudu. Um, or else you can rent it from Amazon. How did you three, see it? Amazon three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's what I did too. Yep. Uh, we'll be back. Sure. Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep. Uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this, this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know I know what that's like. And surely... Uh, you were in a car that landed in black water? Yeah, I, dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman. You like fought? This. Uh, <laughs> you, oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host, Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid, because like her reaction to that is like, you never read The Giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her, just going like, listen, girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host, Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On-air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit Gone Girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going no. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk chugging right-wingers, though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wise book. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff and then when you're done with that go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck to the throat area and then go ahead and give slow readers a spin go search itunes and search up the name slow readers check us out slow readers comes out every monday you can also check us out on twitter at top gallant radio Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence. Hi, Ryan. Hello, Gabriel. Nice Segment to you. two, mm-hmm. Freeform. Oh, we're done with that movie talk. Let's talk about movies. Okay, great. Cool, uh, refreshing change of pace. Yeah, very refreshing. So, um, the reason I think I wasn't in the mood for like another like thing last night, I wanted to come mm-hmm. home and watch Evil Dead Two, okay. which I did watch after this. Very nice. Uh, because I saw Evil Dead the musical last night. Yes, you did. And it is pretty fucking awesome mm-hmm. uh yeah i really liked it it was so cool it was like my uh we took uh um, well, where'd you see it at i saw it at, uh in easton pennsylvania the state theater so that would have been halloween night that i saw it on and uh we took my uh my younger cousin she's like turned 18 okay so we took her for her 18th birthday to go see this that's awesome yeah we raised her right i thought you're gonna say seven like no or eight i'm like oh no 18 year old mm. yeah she just turned 18 on halloween so that's awesome. we took her to go see it and she was over the moon uh excited so we went out to like a nice dinner uh, Third and Ferry, delicious. Hmm. Third and Ferry Fish Market, you ever been there? Um, I've gone to the market now and again. Like I love the ramen. 
Oh no, this is not the market. This oh, the is restaurant the, the, the problem. Restaurant I've problem. never actually seen it. Where, oh, is it's... it on Third and Ferry? Yeah, it's amazing. It's really good. People <laughs> in the LV, check out Third and Ferry. Yeah, it's really delicious. We took uh, it was us and a couple like a couple of my male friends and then like you know girlfriends and everything. Sure. And I was kind of worried that like my wife wouldn't really enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I infamously always say like we watched Evil Dead two on our like first like movie watching date, but you know you're not really watching a movie, so no. Like yeah. I did the same thing last night, where except yeah. I did on which um, pick the handmaiden. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was appropriate for oh, that's for for us. Fucking great. Yeah, uh, l- um, literature professor. Yeah. So and yeah, it yeah. worked great. Yeah, good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we weren't really watching the movie though, so I turned it off because I'm like, well, no, you have to you have to watch because yeah, a lot you're of gonna get distracted. Yeah, and I really like the movie, and it's such a complicated movie. I tried doing that like first time watched Evil Dead Two with her too. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, like I like. Well, no, but wait, I like gotta... I like touching you, but like yeah, but also but, like, like this mm, scene's amazing. Yeah, well, I have to explain this part. This part yeah. Kat Fujiwara, he's but he's really off. <laughs> no, you know, we're super having this is more fun. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've tried to get her to watch it like years subsequently. And it's like the Blade Runner thing where, like, you know, she's into it for, like, the first ten minutes and then, like, slowly the phone comes up and she's just... And Evil Dead 2? That movie's a laugh, like, a riot a minute. I know. I I actually, uh, I'm gonna ask you, what do you prefer of those? uh, One, two, or Army of Darkness? Two. Two all day? Yeah, two every day of the week. Same. I think it's it's just, it's the perfect combination and it's it's homegrown and the blood and the gore and... It's still a little scary, yeah. while also being a little sillier. Evil Dead One, I'm kind of pretty lukewarm on. Really? Yeah. I remember watching one as a teenager, and be like, "This is pretty cool," and then like my uncle was like, "No, two is the best one." Yeah. I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause it's essentially one but better." I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." And then like, I think it must have been like fifteen or sixteen, and it was like around Halloween, and I finally got a hold of a copy, and you mm-hmm. know. 15, 16 year old me just hanging out at home alone and I was like fuck it let's watch it click and then the way it opens with uh, you know the voice according to the dark ones yeah. I'm like oh fuck I'm in for a treat tonight I'd actually seen Army of Darkness first I went really backwards I went 3-1-2 did you really? yeah my brother was obsessed with Army of Darkness which makes sense for my brother I actually think I did the same thing yeah I think Army of Darkness got play on TV that played on Sci-Fi Channel often enough but yeah. none of the others would play. Somebody recommended it to me. Yeah, I did, because I watched Army of Darkness when I was like 12, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is pretty cool, and not understanding, yeah. like, you know, how you get to where he is. Exactly, the subtleties of it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fun and weird and too polished, yeah. but the fun of Evil Dead 2 is that it's not polished. Yeah. It's fucking grody. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, I think it does that, um, the whole uh, medieval thing better than... Army of Darkness does yeah. in the whole movie. It yeah. does it better in two minutes. Army of Darkness, I mean, and it's kind of funny considering they had a hand in it. Army of Darkness often feels like an episode of Xena or Hercules. Yeah. Which is, you know, they, they like Sam Raimi did a bunch of stuff for it. And um, Bruce Campbell was free, um, famously Autolycus, the King of Thieves in Xena and Hercules. Hmm. He also directed a bunch of episodes, which is cool. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Like, Evil Dead 2 all the way through is great. Like, Army of Darkness is pretty cool. Um, when we hung out um, over the weekend outside of work on mm-hmm. Sunday, you know, you guys had left after the brunch, and then we went out and, like, did some drinking, and then came back here, ordered pizza, and we put on Army of Darkness. Awesome. So I've had a big Evil Dead week. Yeah, it's great. Wait, so, um, well, we, we completely sidetracked. Tell the listeners who have not seen... I saw the Evil Dead musical 
in its original run. Um, oh, really? Yeah, years and like shit. When was this? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. That sounds right. Yeah, so I caught mm-hmm. the original run, but the, so basically my memories of it are very, very foggy. Mm-hmm. So listen, um, tell the listeners all about the musical, because the um, odds are going to see it. It essentially combines Evil Dead 1 and 2 and like the ending of Army of Darkness mm-hmm. into like one thing, and it's like, it's very silly, it's very tongue-in-cheek, it's like, uh, you can go into it as like a big uh, Evil Dead series fan and love it. Mm-hmm. And you can also go into it like as a complete novice, like my wife, like not really knowing much other than like me being like, you need to watch the ending of Army of Darkness because it's one of the greatest <laughs> endings in cinema history. Yeah. And like just endure that shit. But like then it's the songs are great. The, the people they get to play all the characters are fantastic. Uh-huh. And then when you get like you get a lot of the the, the oft quoted lines and all the movies are done. Sure. Um, you come know, get some. The, yeah, come get some. This is my boomstick. And the mm-hmm. second like he does the this is my boomstick and raises it, like the entire crowd just loses it. And that's, that's like awesome. it's exactly what you want. Um, but my yeah, favorite, the, the, my favorite line is still it's a trick. Get an axe. Yeah, it's always good. Um, songs are great. I uh, I really enjoyed the one song, uh, "Good Old Reliable Jake." I thought that was so fucking funny. I don't remember it. Uh, it's the uh, the Jake character from uh, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, Jake and Bobby leading, Joe. Yeah, leading them through the woods, and he's like trying to like explain to them via song why he is uh, able to like lead them through the woods and why he's competent. Mm-hmm. And that character is so fucking funny. That's great. So they make that character that a lot track. more more comedic in this. But yeah, it's um if it ever comes to like anywhere near any of you any of my listeners here, uh like just go see it immediately. It's awesome. I wish I would have been in the splash zone, but Yeah. Like um so when I, when I first went to go see, it was actually really really infuriating that I w- I got tickets for a friend of mine from back here to go see it and he just, he like wore all white to go get covered. Because I got a splash zone ticket. So yeah. That's the fucking point. But driving from Pennsylvania to New York, it's a two hour drive. It's not, you know, not too bad. But on the way, there was a cataclysmic car accident and we missed the show. Ooh. So it was like this really bitter pill we had to swallow. But I still had the tickets and he's like, yeah, I, I had to take off or I can't take off now. So I just went with some other friends. Mm-hmm. So. It's still had a nice time. We couldn't get the splash zone anymore. Damn. Yeah, that's so a bummer. Yeah, there have been in the splash zone. Yeah. It's very limited seating though. So it's like mm-hmm. only like two or three rows, but they do like it's so over the top when they do do it. Like the explosions, like it, like there's no blood until like really the end. Oh yeah, they they really they really built it up. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. But oh yeah. well. Yeah, great great show. Um, yeah, what else have you been? Seeing, watching anything, or do you want me to completely bribe this ship? No, yeah, right. I've watched I have, a lot. I have not seen anything. I've been so busy. I've been watching the Deuce for Slow Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast. Uh, and it, you know, when I'm when I'm at home, just like eating, I just put on the same old anime show over and over again in the background. Fair enough. So I haven't seen anything new. All right. Also, there hasn't been much playing in theaters that's worth seeing lately. Isn't uh, is Thor out this week? Huh? Is Thor coming out this week? Yes, indeed. All right, we should probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. Family outing. Family outing. Movies. Yeah. Um, I might go see... Uh, let's see, like, like, so, I'm hosting trivia tonight. I might... Oh, I should post that on Facebook. That uh, I might go see the snow... I keep on wanting to go see the snowman just to see how bad it is. Mm-hmm. But then I think I could just go home and watch a movie I actually want to see. And then I don't do that. I just lie down. Fair enough. I just play video games. Yeah. Oh, here's a nice little fun little thing. I've been replaying Helldivers a lot lately. Which is basically Starship Troopers a video game. 
And it's kind of awesome. Yeah. It's more top-down shooting, but it's, it's fun and tactical, and you can get random online players to join you. It's one of those awesomely challenging kind of shooter games where ammo is limited, friendly fires there, and like monsters come from all sides and limited to just complete small tasks. Okay. But it's just a really, really exceptionally fun, challenging video game. All right. So do that, people. I also got Until Dawn, that video game, but I haven't played it yet. What's in Until Dawn? It's basically a interactive horror movie. You might enjoy this. Yeah. And uh, basically your actions decide who lives and who dies. Um, basically you just make choices. You don't really like do a lot of running around. Mm-hmm. And then the cool thing is that in between like chapters, quote unquote, uh, Peter Stormare shows up and he analyzes you, he asks you questions, and how you answer the questions dictates how the game goes forward. That's crazy. It's actually really neat. So you can play like like four or five different versions of the game, essentially? Yeah, repeatedly. Cool. I think it's actually uh, might be over now because it was a Halloween sale. It was like $5. Hmm. So you might want to check it out. Check some YouTube videos of it. It yeah. was it was fun. Um, last time I uh, see, I was at a uh, former host on Slow Readers, former guest on Slow Readers, TJ Hemsoft's house. And uh, uh, everyone just got a little bit high and played it. And it was a lot of fun. It's Terrifying. Basically, what was that? Terrifying. No, it, no, a little bit. But it was basically a case of everyone's like, no, run over there. Don't pick that up. Just let her die. Save yourself. It's Crazy. It's, it's fun. <clears throat> so, like, can you, like, die in the chapter? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you gotta, like, restart it? Yeah, but, well, I don't know. I guess so. But basically, like, you just control a different person from part to part to part. Oh, okay. And then some people die. Some people don't die. You get, like, a... Uh, premonitions of how you're going to die and that's how you try to avoid it mm-hmm. or you just end up doing it anyway it's neat cool it's a neat that sounds like something I would very much enjoy yeah look into it yeah um, right anything else going on any fun stuff for you you want to talk about Halloween and such I mean it's going to be two days after Halloween when we release this uh, yeah you know something I do I look at my watch when I want to mention a date Something yeah weird, like, like yeah, it's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah it's tomorrow yeah um I don't know, like, we talked, we were talking uh, before we went, like, you know, maybe, you know, horror movies, like, do you have a favorite horror movie, or a, a certain, like, movie around this time that you like to watch, like, your Halloween go-to? Honestly, it's it's just fucking Evil Dead, we already went into it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, yeah. like, it's always oh. Evil Dead, like, maybe The Crow. You know, I don't really like Halloween, like, movies that much, I don't like, I don't like horror films that yeah. much, because I have really, really high bar for them. I mean... This doesn't really apply to sex and violence at all. I really like this kind of pleasant, bittersweet drama starring uh, Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig called The Skeleton Twins. Okay. And it's not not scary, and it's not sexy or violent. It's a little sexy. But, you know, it, it's a movie that captures small-town Halloween mm-hmm. really, really beautifully, just captured like atmospherically. It's just a pretty movie. Movies and weirdly, with the, I feel the need to October watch atmosphere are, like, really... What you should be watching this Yeah. If you want to see a nice, pleasant little thing of Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig as a brother and sister walking down the streets of a beautiful little autumn town talking about how they want to kill themselves, um, it's a fun movie to watch. Sounds like something you would enjoy. Yeah, that's me, baby. <laughs> some theaters in New York. Oh, okay. Like, like right around Halloween. I've heard good things about this movie before. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Okay. It's, don't write home or anything. All it's right. nice. Um, I think, like... The original Halloween kind of accomplishes that too, that small town Halloween feel. And I always mm-hmm. liked that. And it's something that got perverted in like later, later sequels of this, which is kind of weird. Like Halloween 1 and 2, I think, are kind of perfect. You can do mm-hmm. like that super cut together. But then after that, you have, you know, 3, which is kind of like shitty. And then you get into like more 
the commercialized horror. Yeah, that's three. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but now they're remaking it. Or re- not remaking, but like... Soft reboot? Yeah, soft reboot. I guess it's like connected to immediately after one. Hmm. Yeah, didn't she die in H2O? Supposedly. Oh, yeah, they get H two O one fucking. Yeah, they all get like retarded. Yeah, no need for that. Yeah, after like six, it got oh. real silly. Yeah, uh, you know what? Also, something I continually lament for no real reason other than I just I think about it all the time. <laughs> you, you just know, spoiler for Cabin in the Woods. Did you like Cabin in the Woods? Um, I haven't watched it enough to really have too much of an opinion on it. Uh, really? I I liked, I I I didn't like it the first time, and then I saw it again, and I liked it. Yeah. But it's not at, like, heavy rotation as it should be. You know, like, that they will... Like, instead of Sigourney Weaver, they have to have wanted Jamie Lee Curtis. It would have made more sense for it to be Jamie Lee Curtis at the mm-hmm. end. I wonder why she didn't do it. Because, like, Sigourney Weaver, great. So that still applies. she's too busy doing osteoporosis doing, commercials. Doing, like, Activia commercials. Yes. Like, Activia. Activia. Which, I just think, like, that would have been so much better. She... You know, she I don't think Ripley is a scream queen. No, she's like a badass. Yeah, she kicks ass. Yeah. So. She was on. Did you see? I forget what uh, publication did it, but did like a uh, greatest movie characters of all time, like another one of those. Sure. As voted by whatever. I forget what the magazine was. Complex. It was, it was someone that they actually felt like the movie site I go to felt the need to actually put out a full article on it. Sure. And <clears throat> Ripley was in the top twenty-five. That's great. I think she might have cracked top ten. I can dig that. I mean, Guess who number one was? Who's number one? Atticus Finch? No. Well, is it just, just any characters or specific <clears throat> pertaining to what? Uh, like film characters, movie characters. Pop Ever? culture, like, Yeah, pop culture oh, characters. Who would be number one? Give me a hint. If I give you a hint, it's just going to give it away. Oh, I'm going to give it as subtle a hint as possible. Harrison Ford? Oh, Indiana Jones? Yeah. Really? Yeah. In all of film history? Pretty much. They were saying that uh, all sub- subsequent films that came after the Indiana Jones films... Like most characters have like echoes of his personality in it. Ah, in all of film history, I don't know. I guess like I'm 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 too much of an old fuddy-duddy when it comes to movies for me to be like. You, you think like AFI and shit? They're always all about Atticus Finch that he was like the number one hero in the history of cinema, which is fine. That's he's. What's he really, from? To Kill a Mockingbird. Is yeah, it? it's Gregory Peck. Okay. He's a great character. Fuck. Have you seen To Kill a Mockingbird? Nope. It's a fucking amazing movie. It, okay. it really, really is. If you just like a good like courtroom drama. Yeah. So, it's great. And like, you know, maybe just it's just because I like classic cinema so much and the history of cinema. Like, how do you not have like Rick from Casablanca as number one? Vicky Anna Jones. I'm like, was it a bunch of young people picking making, making this list? Probably. It was a bunch. I, I I could see if the staff of this magazine is like 25 to 35 year olds, they're gonna go, oh Indiana Jones, come on guys, and then if like. Ten years ago, the people had been like, "Oh, you have to think back to classics. Like, what about Marlon Brando and The Godfather? Or what about Rick from Casablanca? Or Norman Bates?" I think Michael Corleone was on there. Hmm. Really, Michael over Vito? I, I believe so. In the Would top, you pick in the Vito top. over Michael? Uh, no. You pick Michael? Yeah. I guess so. Michael's a more interesting character. Yeah, he's much more complex. More damaged. Yeah. They, blew, they blew up his wife. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to drive the car. <laughs> yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, t- the, the only, I only saw, like, the top 25. Yeah, who else is on there? Uh, Who's the oldest film character on there? Oh, shit. Uh, like, the little tramp was on there? They're all, no, they're all, like... Modern? Se- like, 70s. 
Was I, I have to like so, wonder like like was was there like another cutoff? Was it like since 1970? I don't know. Uh, I know R.J. McReady was. In oh, the yeah? top twenty-five, That's cool. which I was surprised. It was like R.J. McReady and not Jack Burton. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Come on. Jack Burton is so much louder and more memorable. Bash, fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might cool. be time. I haven't watched Big Trouble in Little China in like two months. Like, yeah. Time to refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, we should just do that for like a pal closer. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. So in two weeks. Yeah. That's what we're watching. We should bring a guest onto that one. Who would think it'd be good? Who hasn't seen it? Bring your wife onto it. Oh my god! If she has to sit there and watch this fucking yeah. movie, yeah, she's gonna call it like like oh, if you love me, you'll do this. <laughs> the the recurring segment I can only use twice on the mm-hmm. show in the history of it. Yep, if you love me, you'll do this. China. Come on, like if there's any other movie, what would it be? I don't know. She's endured me and Ghostbusters numerous times. Mm-hmm. She actually she refuses to watch it because like I try and prove to her that I've seen it like over like 300 times so I, I can do the dialogue right along yep, with it every over scene it. and she's like I'm gonna leave if you keep doing this <laughs> like leave the room or leave you uh, I think both <laughs> as she's like saying this I'm like if there's a, spe- a steady paycheck in it I'll believe anything you say mm-hmm. alright I'm done bye <laughs> that'll be a fun like segment or sideshow to do if you love me, you'll do this. And if you'll watch this. <laughs> I'm going to say it to her on air next yeah. time she walks in the door. I don't think I... I don't know what movie that would be for me. Because, like, like, I love too much random niche stuff that I don't like to see. Something for the professor. Something for the professor. And that's, we have, we have uh, uh, Michelle Monaghan and the professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What's, what's, like, a scummy movie that I, like... The Handmaiden? <laughs> no, The Handmaiden is great it's cinema. It's kind of scummy, though. No, it's it, like the cinematography alone. We're just watching the movie and we're like, wow, look at the obsessive like attention to detail. And, you know, it, it's based on a classic British novel. So yeah. that movie's classy as fuck for being all about porn and lesbians. Wait until you see my attention to detail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what's um, gross and grody that you like? Uh, old boy? I, for me, it's things like that. Like what, like, what do I watch on repeat that, like... A significant other would not want to watch. Oh, Big Trouble in Little China, probably. Yeah. That's something I just put on in the background because I want to chill out. Yeah, it's. And it's not for everybody. Evil if you Dead don't get too? it, I... <laughs> maybe. I don't watch it that often. You got now's the time, dude. You got like one week left That's true. of like Evil Dead time. Then you got to start moving into your like feel good holiday and <laughs> Shane Black. Oh, did I ever tell you that it's a weird um thing? Like one of the few traditions that my brother and I have, that uh. For some reason, after Christmas Eve Mass, a couple years in a row, we would come home and watch Army of Darkness. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and like my grandma would be like, Hey, what's this? They should be talking about Jesus. I'm like, no, it's Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. He's killing deadites. Yeah. That's, Sorry. I think that's that. He's doing Christ's work. Yeah, he's doing the Lord's work. Yeah. 100%. He's fighting evil. Ours was always... Um... My family would go to, like, church, and we'd be like, all right, we're going to church, too. Church of Star Wars, and we'd mm-hmm. watch, like, Empire or something. Hell yeah. So, yeah, yeah. movies. Right. They bring a family together. Uh, so, Ryan, I think that wraps that up. Yeah, right there. pretty much. Um, do you want to pause so we can come up with a pick a punk rock pick game, or do you just want to move forward? Uh, I want to move forward because I had a couple ideas, and I can't think of them right now because I'm, oh. I've been operating on, like... Well, if you want to pause, I think we could pause for a few minutes, and then we can do our whole um, divide and flip coin thing, because I think it's a fun segment for us. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll I like pause. Games. We'll All pause. Right. I have to go to the bathroom anyway. All right, All right cool. we'll be right back. I'm not even going to cut the commercial. Um, so, we'll be right back. 
Love that sound. And we're back and recording. We just had a discussion and Ryan had a Siggy. <clears throat> yes. Should have got us a, co- a cough drop. Okay. So, Ryan. Yes. Tell me, in our traditional what's the next movie game, what are your four choices for the punk rock pick? We have not done this in a long time. We have not because we're been... getting lazy and tired. We're so yeah. busy. Uh, so, the four picks we came up with um, Streets of Fire, which we've been mentioning for like since like. Episode, episode like one, one. Probably. yeah, probably, almost certainly. Uh, Sid and Nancy, mm-hmm. uh, ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains, which came up in a game a while ago. Yes, indeed. And Repo Man. Repo Man. Okay, so now I'm gonna pick two out of this list, okay. and then we're gonna flip the coin. Let's see. I feel like we can bring in the Streets of Fire for a, a violence pick, mm-hmm. and I think you're coming up violence pick next, so mm-hmm. we could possibly save that one for coming up. Okay. Um. I don't know how I feel about Repo Man. Okay. Which I think is good grounds for it to be a rewatch. Okay. But I think overall, hmm. I think I'd rather do. I mean, it's from the same director, Alex. Something. Something. Cross. X Cross? That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that fucking uh, Tyler Perry? Yes. Yeah, okay. Hold Sorry. on a minute. Uh, I saw it and I was like, I had to take this. No, yeah, I, I don't blame you at all, other than the same thing. Uh, Repo Man is directed by... Uh, Stall for time. Alex Cox. You're Alex really Cox, close. yeah, yeah. Close. Cox. Cox. Okay, I like Cox. And Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains, which is one I've wanted to do for a while. You know what? I'm going to go... Let's see. I want to go Ladies and Gentlemen, Fabulous Stains. Mm-hmm. And let's see. What do you think would be a more fun watch slash conversation? Either Sid and Nancy or Repo Man? Sid and Nancy for sure. You think so? I think so. There's more There's more to that movie. Uh, Repo Man's very... Well, I guess they could both be, but Repo Man, um, sci-fi, weird. It's a, it's a very bizarre plot. But yeah. Sid and Nancy, I think we can get... It's more accessible. Okay. I think, I, see, I think that Sid and Nancy is going to be more of us being like, and then this thing happened, and then... Man, we can t- and that would be an interesting historical discussion about the Sex Pistols versus Repo Man would be more of a what and what the fuck was this? Yeah, it's it, it's it really depends on what kind of conversation you want to have. If you want to have like an introspective kind of conversation on like the commentary on you know uh, Reaganomics, I, th- I think it's essentially like a, a weird like Reagan like dissection mixed with um, the one dude who uh, is actually at your trivia. Uh, told me to buy this movie oh, and then yeah? told me if I liked it to go see go watch Kiss Me Deadly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he said something like there's some like weird the connection with yeah, like the 50s one. He said cool. there's some connection between the two. You know, I think I'm going to go with Repo Man. Yeah. Because I think that like, so unless we do we do that, I will, I'll probably never watch Repo Man again whereas okay. I just like watching Sid and Nancy. I have, I, cri- I I have the Criterion Repo Man too. Yeah, so. it's a beautiful box. Yeah, it's cool. That's actually what made me buy it. Word. Okay, so we're going either Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains which is that movie starring uh, oh wait, we have two uh, Diane Lane action in this thing here. Yeah, double oh, Diane. She was so, she's still banging. She's yeah. still so hot. Um, so Ladies and Gentlemen, Fabulous Stains or Repo Man. Um, Ryan, you're doing the flipping, so I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, is heads. Okay. And People man is tails. tails. Okay. Sorry, Pazuzu the Pazuzu. movie Pazuzu! Is trying to get on me. Let's, <laughs> let's get over here. Okay. Drum roll, please. The reveal. It is heads. We're doing ladies and gentlemen, the, the fabulous stains. stains. That's watching. exciting. Rad. Very good. Um, wait, let me make sure that it's streaming. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Repo Man. 
That's something you should have considered. Okay. Now, man, if I had a sense. Is it streaming? It's on iTunes. It's on iTunes? Yes. Wait, hold on. I think it was. I think I made sure that was available. Yeah, they can rent it. Okay. So All right. It's so probably on Amazon then, too. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Okay. Cool. So let's do that then. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Fabulous exciting. Things is what we're watching for next week. And then the week after that, Big Trouble in Little China. Because <laughs> yeah, we feel like it. <laughs> yep. I like that. It's our show. Yeah, Whatever. fuck you. Fuck I do what you. I want. It's a palette cleanser. Watch it along with us. You'll yeah. be very happy. It's a great movie. We'll live stream it. Yeah. It's, honestly, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be funny. Just the two of us sitting there like, God, I love Jack Burton. Well, you know, there's this thing that people are doing. It's called Rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's, you go online. It's just rabb.it. And you basically, you host screening rooms. So oh. if we actually ever wanted to do that, I'm sure we could. Like, we'd have to like do it via computer, maybe via the PlayStation. That might be possible. Okay. But if we ever want people, it's like, hey, we're gonna be watching Big Trouble Little China at this time. Come join us on the rabbit screening and just talk to us via the message board. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. If we have, uh, yeah, if our listeners would, you know, get in contact with us. Guys, review the show, please. We need five you. stars. Please, please. But you know what? Gets free it. drinks. Yeah, I will. I will. I will mail you a cocktail. Is that legal? Uh, who cares? Yeah, just uh, add ice. Yeah, yeah, add ice. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, 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 maybe it won't be so juicy, but like more like bourbon. Yeah. yeah. And a little sample of bourbon. Yeah. Little so, little bottle. Yeah, I like that. So guys, tweet at us at uh, s the letters S N V podcast <laughs> for a very limited time. For a very limited time. Are you, are you killing it? I, I'm, I already told Danny about this. I was like, I don't do anything. I'm going to make you do it. In that case, tweet us at Top Gallant Radio. And just make sure... Uh, and then please send our... Write some... The, the cat is... Pazuzu is Possessed? staring at something. It's really bizarre. Like hmm. You named her well. Yeah, apparently. Captain yeah. Howdy over now here. Now she's just eating. Okay. So, please, people, we need your reviews very, very badly. Just go on um, iTunes or Stitcher and write down a review. It doesn't have to be five stars. I'll be hurt, but five yeah. stars. And if you come by and see us at the bookstore speakeasy, I'll give you a free cocktail. 336 Adams Street, Street Bethlehem, Bethlehem, PA, 18018. Or again, just uh, direct message us on Instagram or on Twitter, and I will, I'll fucking mail you a cocktail. Yeah. Out yeah. of love. Or maybe, uh, as we discussed off air, maybe a poster. Or a poster. Yes. These are, these are things that could happen. Yeah. It's all moving forward. All right, so um, Ryan, any other like plugs for you? Uh, you can catch me on the Instagrams at Tango Like Cash. Uh, it's pictures of me in drag now this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny thing. We we dressed as uh, women for Halloween at behind the bar, and I never want to wear a dress and bartend again. We looked sexy as fuck. Yeah, we were we were whores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, former guest uh, Neil Heimsoth was the was a big old hoe. Was the grossest woman I've ever seen. The head hoe. Yeah, just drinking, belching, and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, hawking loogies. Yeah, he was essentially like a really gross patty in Selma. Yeah. Yeah. Should have gone for the full hair too. Yeah. No. But I, I received many compliments, especially when I got to the after party, where people after people were like, "Like, wow, you actually look really hot." And I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah, I I can't believe you like stuck the landing. I went to the after party, but like I as soon as like service is over, I was like, "I'm taking off this fucking dress mm-hmm. and putting on jeans." I miss having pockets. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? And then Neil, oh, and Neil changed into sweatpants. And yeah. I was like, my line was, yeah, now I'm not a chick anymore. I'm just now a dude who likes to wear makeup. Yeah. So. No, I, I kept it all on, except for my feather. I just put on my leather jacket. And I like, I thought I looked fucking hot. Yeah, you were pretty sexy. Yeah. Sexy there bitch. Plenty, um, plenty of pretty girls were all, all about it. Yeah. And one very large gay man was like, wow, you look fierce as fuck. And I'm like. That's a compliment. You know it. Yeah. 
I know it. He knew Getting it. a compliment from a gay man is a beautiful thing. It's all that matters really to me. That's like when I get the compliment from the uh, the awesome uh, philosophical black dude at our bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so elated. Mm-hmm. I'm like the pastiest guy. That was great. And he, he, he used yeah. that my word. Yes. I was like, yes. You retained his approval. All right, everyone. Um, you can find me on Instagram at babymara with five A's at the end of it. Uh, you can also find me on the Twitter and on Tumblr as gmara number four serious. Please listen to our other shows on the Top Gun Radio Network. It's Slow Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast that I host with Daniel Reichel. Also, the Only Lovers Left in a Library podcast, hosted by three or four sexy Latinas who talk about terrible erotica. And uh, that's all we have cooking for the immediate moment. Um, Daniel and I are going to probably start producing another show for a gentleman. It's going to be an interesting kind of political talk show. Oh, you're actually going to do a political talk show. Well, kind of. No, there's a gentleman. He's a... Like, he did theater work, and now he does kind of campaign work, and he just wants to put together a show where he talks to people about, like, their careers and such. And oh. It's right all about, about politics, and they are producing it. Cool. So. Local? Um, yeah. But he has, like, really good contacts, apparently. Cool. Awesome. It's well. going to be called A Fresh Take, I believe. You can check out the website at afreshtake.com. We are just building an empire. I know. It's going to be awesome. It's, we're going to be just like that TV show, Empire. Yes. Um, do you want to be a cookie, or... You want to be a, what's his face? I'm going to let you choose. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to be Cookie. Yeah? Does that make me Terrence? Howard. Yeah. From Hustle and Flow. From Iron Man 1. Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. And only Iron Man and 1. And only Iron Man 1. Come on, Terrence. Yeah. Anyway, that's our show. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, tune in next week. As you heard, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, fabulous stains. So, for Sex and Violence, I'm Ryan Snyder. And I'm Gabriel Mara. Bye, guys. Peace. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topgauntradio.com 